Think meditation is hard? Do me a favor. Take a slow, deep breath in. And now breathe out. Congratulations. You just meditated. Hi, I'm Crystal Joukowsky, and this is Breathe In, Breathe Out, a weekly mindfulness and meditation podcast for anyone ready to own their own shit and find a little peace while doing it. Hello and welcome to Breathe In, Breathe Out. I'm Crystal Joukowsky and I am so excited for this week's episode. I got to chit-chat with Dr. Vic Monzo, who is a business mindset coach, a chiropractor, an author, a speaker, and a podcaster. We had such a good time talking. We went over so many different topics. We talked about the fact that there are no rules in life except the ones that you create. We talk about how he was able to combine spirituality and science in his life and in his chiropractic. We talked about be, do, and have, and how we're all doing it backwards. And if you switch that around, life is so much better. And we also talked about what the matrix is and how we can improve our life using the matrix and using our own visualizations and life. I really hope that you enjoy this episode as much as I did. So without further ado, hello and welcome back to Breathe In, Breathe Out. I am Crystal Joukowsky, your host, and I'm thrilled to have you here. Not only that, I am thrilled to have Vic Monzo here with me today. Hello and welcome. Thank you for having me. I'm, I'm really excited to be here and, and to dive into our convo. Yeah, we've already been chit-chatting a bit about cryotherapy, so we are going to dive deep into just some fun stuff. We're going to go wherever the energy and urge the universe sends us today, which is absolutely the way I love to do these kinds of things. So I want to start out. Tell us about you. What brought you to this point in your life? Whew, love this question. <laughs> Loaded question. I yes. I'll try to keep this very short. Um, so my background is I'm a chiropractor. I've been a chiropractor for 12 years. I've been certified PED for the last little over a year now and, um, been, but I've been pediatric focused for the last five. So that's been a passion of mine. Um, health has always been something that I was very passionate about. Um, and I, maybe I had a fear of diseases and things like that as a kid. So I wanted to, you know, avoid as all cost. My mom's a health, health and fitness instructor and yoga instructor. She's been doing that police fitness for the last 37 plus years. And, um, she's always gone to a chiropractor. I went to one when I was a kid, but one thing I was conditioned and thought was, is that what's health is because I saw my mom doing this. I saw a lot of people doing this was is supplements, nutrition, eating good, and then um, exercise. So I was like, great. At 13 years old, I was always told I was a husky kid. Uh, my mom's like, you're husky. And I'm like, I, what does that mean? Like, that's not, that's not overweight, but that's not slim and fit. So where are we at with this? I never <laughs> liked that term. And my wife laughs about it all the time. She's like, you mom called you husky. I'm like, yeah, she called, I was husky. They had the, they had the jeans that were called husky. Um, but long story short at 13, I was like, mom, I want to learn how to have a six pack. I just kept seeing magazines of this. And I was like, I want to learn. You said I have a natural belly, which that's another thing I don't understand. So I was like, I want to learn how to do this. So that's where I started taking supplements. I started take, doing changing my nutrition and I started exercising. Did that for uh, six, seven years. And it was absolutely amazing until I was 19 and I was playing rugby for Arizona State and my health was declining, even though my diet was way better than the average college student. Um, and I was taking supplements and I was working out really, really well. And it just didn't make sense to me. And that's what took turn, you know, eventually I went to a chiropractor and all of a sudden my whole life turned around and I actually got in the best shape ever, which was weird because nothing changed. So that was what developed me, got into a chiropractic. And uh, because I wanted to help people, you know, have freedom because I felt like, you know, when you, when I saw my own self, when my, my, when my health was declining, it wasn't major. I didn't have like a disease or anything, but it was just a lot of annoying things that just didn't make sense. And to have a disease and have conditions, you're, you're in a prison in some way, shape or form. And I just, I, I felt like I wanted to help empower people and teach them what health was really about. Um, because when I started understanding chiropractic, it was just like a whole nother world that I was just like, are you kidding me? This is like, I think I found something that's the basis of what helps uh, an individual thrive. Because a lot of times in society, we think of that as something physical, but chiropractic is beyond the physical. Um, there's even metaphysical properties to it. And it's one of those things where it helps the individual just adapt to their environment better. And so that was my passion. But getting to where I am today as a mindset coach, 
I've always had, I was always intrigued of, or I wanted to understand more of why people suffer, why some don't. Why is it that some have nothing and some have everything? Why are some athletes absolutely amazing at something? And why are some athletes absolutely not? And I came from a blue collar family. So I didn't have a lot of toys. I didn't have a lot of video games. Uh, I, I had to pay for some of mine, uh, most of them actually. And I had to save up money to do it because my parents just didn't, they, they, they live paycheck to paycheck. And it was one of those things where um, I told my mom at 12, I'm going to figure out this thing called life. I'm going to figure out this, this whole thing rules. I'm going to figure it all out. She thought I was a little crazy on that, Mm -hmm. but um, I've always had an interest in the mind. And so when I, when I got into chiropractic school, I also took on other studies outside of the school of energy medicine and and learning different energy modalities, studying spirituality, studying, um, you know, universal laws. And I wanted to get to this thing that was like, okay, this is something I could work off. I studied quantum physics a little bit, uh, just, you know, from a consciousness perspective of what kind of how quantum physics was supporting some things. And I I really wanted to grasp that. So I I was like a sponge. And so then when I came out in the chiropractic, uh, became a chiropractor, ran my own business, I, I had a fear of, you know, all the finances that I've, you know, the struggles with finances back in the day. So I was like, I'm not going to make that happen. So I studied all the best business people and so forth. And it took me about five years to hit my financial peak. But then there was a point where I was exhausted, burned out and fatigued. And so then I was like, you know what, I, I need to stop learning stuff for a minute here. I need to stop reading 80 to 120 books a year. I need to stop listening to podcasts and videos all day long. I need to just center myself and just focus on what I already know. And let's just start, you know, if I'm the creator of my life, if I'm the greatest, if I am created in the likeness image of God, I should be able to create my life and success the way I want to do it and experience it rather than being told how it should be like the grind, the hustle and so forth. So long story short, I ended up, um, I ended up um, applying these principles and within a year I was working less. I was making more. I was, you know, all of a sudden I was less stressed. I didn't, I wasn't burned out anymore and I haven't had a burnout in, in six years. And it was one of those things where I'm like, holy cow. And I say, you know what? Entrepreneurs need to know this. Business owners need to know this. And so I started to put a little system together of mindset and other principles to of what I've done, but also how to tailor it to be so individual to help the individual to thrive. And that's kind of where I'm at now in my life, where that's what I'm doing full time as we speak. There's so many things I want to go back and touch base on in in your in your story in your life and where you're at. You said that as a kid, you had this fear of being sick. Do you know where that came from? You know, it's just, I think it was the energy around me. I'm an empath. And it was one of those things where I can just feel people's energy. So like, I remember, here's an example. The news puts out mosquitoes and the West Nile virus. And they start talking about what it can do. And every time I got a mosquito bite, I would freak out. I would start to pay attention. Okay. Am I getting dizzy? Am I lightheaded? Am I this? Am I that? And I I, I think it was because I felt like I didn't have control, you know, and I think that's Mm -hmm. where it comes from because a lot of my power was taken away as a kid. And so having that, I felt like this was just another thing I couldn't control. And that's where that whole shift of understanding, okay, what can I control? What can I do? What can I, when it comes to my health, how can I handle this? And I didn't really get those answers until I was in chiropractic school because then all of a sudden I was like, oh, I got health now. Now I'm not afraid of anything. Now I'm not afraid of diseases. You, you know, COVID came around and I'm telling my patients what to do, you know, giving them advice on certain things. And they're just like, aren't you worried? Aren't you, you we don't even, and I'm like, there's certain principles to health. And once you understand those principles, then all of a sudden, and it's the same thing as spiritual principles. That's what I love about this stuff is that it's not just me saying something in a health perspective. It's also a spiritual truth. Like you can't, you know, um, I'm losing my train of thought where I was going with that now. Darkness and light is where I wanted to talk about. But, um, you know, it's, it's one of those things where, yeah, the, the light darkness can't exist if there's a whole room full of light. So it's like the same thing in health. If, if you have 100% health, there's no such thing as disease. It can't exist. It's impossible. And no one's at 100% but you can get your chances to be as high as possible as you can. And so that's where, um, when I started to grasp that, it, it, it took away that fear, but I really believe it came from not having take my power always be taken away and always feel like I, I, uh, there was always something going to be take something out there because I was so conditioned of used to having that. I was, 
I have a similar experience where I ended up becoming very germaphobic and very, I was containing myself to the point where that was something that I could control. And so the only, like, it just kept burying me more and confining me even more and holding me back even more until one day I recognized what was going on thanks to a fantastic counselor. And I was like able to totally shift that. So I get it when we we're, we're, we're in that space and then something has to happen. Something changes and we're able to learn something new. You've talked about chiropractic and how it's not just physical, it's spiritual or energetic too. Can we dive into that a little bit more? Yeah. I mean, you live your life through your nervous system, right? So everything that you experience is, it has to go through the nervous system. Now, everything in life is a vibration of frequency and energy. And so when you're, you're, when your brain and body is in better alignment, the, the vibration, energy, and the levels of where you are are higher. They're, they're raised up even more. Um, in chiropractic, we talk about something called tone. This is 1895, beautiful new stuff, right? Um, that's when chiropractic has started to existed. And the, 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 the creator always talked about the tone of the, the nervous system and that what Whatever the tone is at that, that and it basically the way I interpret it and how I read it is it, it's just vibration because tone is very similar to that. And when you can raise the vibration of the nervous system higher, every single cell and everything else is going to go with that. Now we all know that when when you're raising a vibration, that's consciousness. And even in our in early early 1900s, I think it was 1908 or 1909, might be even 1905, but first first decade in the 1900s. Um, they said, you know, chiropractic is the whole purpose of it is to connect the hum- God with human and to realign us to be more in, in alignment. Now, when you think about that for a second, this is where my coaching comes in, too, because I've taken this philosophy and I'm like, you know, what, that makes perfect sense, because when we are in alignment with ourselves, with our true authentic of what we want to create, our soul's purpose and those kind of things, when we truly have that alignment, our vibration is higher. Our emotions are higher. We feel better and we manifest easier. And so I was like, okay, great. That from chiropractic, that can cross over to there. But it's one of those elements where you, when you have a higher level of consciousness, there's different aspects of the brain that are elevated. So like the prefrontal cortex, which is right behind your, your forehead. Um, when you can access that part of the brain and have more wiring go there, you're calmer. You know, you look at a, someone who doesn't get affected by the distractions of life. That's like a mad, that's a sage. That's a mystic. I'm not saying chiropractic creates those. Uh, please don't take it that way. But what I am saying though, is it, it gives the opportunity. That's the thing about chiropractic is it doesn't treat or do anything um, in the sense of like treating an illness, a disease, a condition or a symptom or help you become more elevated consciousness. What it does do is gives the opportunity and potential to create that. Um, there are other factors you have to add into the mix because chiropractic isn't everything. But it's one of those things that it gives, it's the ground rooted support. And if we can keep everything in alignment with the nervous system communicating properly, no interference whatsoever, that life force that flows through you and in chiropractic we call it the innate intelligence. Um, People know it as the soul, life, prana, whatever you want to chi. It's all the same thing. And what we're doing is, is we're trying to have that intelligence move more freely. And when it can move more freely, you're going to be able to access higher levels of consciousness, higher levels of uh, information, awareness, um, especially when you tap in that prefrontal cortex, that's your executive center, that's our planning, that's our future planning, that's, you can make a choice and then see how it plays out. And you can really tap into those kind of things. And when you have a good balanced nervous system, all of a sudden, you can um, see things more in a positive mindset. You can see things more in a way that you're not going to be so influenced by fear as much. It's going to be harder because you're more resilient to those kind of things. I'm eating up everything you say. We are so in alignment with so many different things. I'm like, yes, 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 yes. And yes, yes. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I l- <clears throat> No, I think we... I- Many of us forget that we have that power. Many of us forget that we have the ability to tune in and come more into alignment. And sometimes we have no clue how to even do that. You went into chiropractic. You learned about the soul, the energy, the chi, the prana. You learned about bringing all of that into alignment. And then you burned out. And then you turned to life coaching and spirituality. Like, how did... 
what really, what was the chain of events that happened there? What really went on that made you go, I'm at the top of my game. Oh, no, I'm going to change course because I'm done. Sounds that crazy, face. right? <laughs> <laughs> that face right I there. I want to like, know. Yeah. So here's what, I mean, you know, five years hit my financial peak. I, I'm doing everything I'm being told to be a successful chiropractor, family wellness chiropractor. I'm a holistic practitioner and I'm, I'm doing all that I've been told, listening to the best, you know, top of the top entrepreneurs and business advice and self-help personal development. I'm, I'm doing everything that I'm supposed to do. And it was like an uphill battle all the time. I always felt like I'm like, you know, it's, it's always something I have to constantly be grinding away at. And it was, and I'm like, I told my wife, I'm like, this is not, we, we created a practice that wasn't, it was not really what we wanted a hundred percent. And I had a coach who was like, you know, meet people where they are, you know? So I, you know, if you're going to come in, yours is your recommendation, how to help them. And if they say, Hey, I can't commit to that, but I can do this, meet them where they are. It's not your health. It's their health. And I thought that was great advice at the time. Um, I, I look at it now and I'm like, that's not great advice because if you think about it, if you're a master at something, and you want to learn to learn to, from the master. If you go to the master, the master tells you, hey, this is what you're going to have to do to get to that level. And you're going to go, yeah, but you know what? I want to only do half of that because I, I think that's just what it's going to work better for me. The master's yeah. going to look at you and say, you know what? Then I can't help you. Uh, you won't okay. be a student of mine. And th- if you go to anywhere, if you go to, in sports, you go to the best, best person for sports or in, in any aspect, they're not, you're, you either do what they tell you because they know how to get you there or else you're not going to be a part of their program. And so I was like, why am I letting myself down to meet where they are? And then yet I'm getting frustrated because the results aren't coming in neurologically, not symptom wise, because mm-hmm. symptoms will still, they would see their symptoms be gone. Uh, but the interesting thing is, is once you don't clear it out of the nervous system, it will show up later in life mm-hmm. or, um, it'll show up somewhat different. And so I was just getting so frustrated because I'm so passionate about what I do that I was like, no, 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 that I need to make a change. And so we literally took a 40% hit on our business. It was our choice. Me and my wife, we, we started looking at patients who weren't following the curriculums properly or struggling with things, or they're just choosing, you know, whatever their insurance covers, that's what they're, they're going to come in for. And I said, you know what, listen, we're going to be making some changes and I really want to help you. So, and I was being very sincere about it, but, and I told them, if it just doesn't work, that's fine. Let me connect you with another chiropractor who's more lenient on care. We're kind of making some of these transitions. And, and so we took a 40% hit. And, and then we also cut our hours from like 26, 28 to 18, right? So all of a sudden we're, we're doing a couple double whammies here, but yeah. we turned it around and, and it was really the big thing for me out of all that was, is again, choosing my success. Cause I was tired of being told what I had to do and what success was. And I guess I just got yeah. so burned out with that, that it was time to say, I really started challenging. I don't want to say God, but I started challenging like okay, the universal law says this, and this, these things say this, and spirituality says this, and quantum physics says this, that, you know, what I, whatever I see is what it's going to be. And, you know, Wayne Dyer and these people and all these things are saying all these things. Yeah. And I'm not experiencing that in my life. I'm going to put 100% into that. And it has to be true. My mom used to tell me, if you put your mind to it, anything's, po- you'll, you'll, anything's possible. And I was like, I'm taking everything I've learned and I'm going to apply it to this. And this is how we're going to go forth. We shifted the pediatrics six months later, we, we, we rebounded back uh, from a patient volume based standpoint. And then the second year we're back to where we were financially. And it was one of those things where um, success became so much more at ease. I didn't stress about anything anymore. I was just having fun in the office. I started to understand the principles of how you focus on your intention and your vibe every single day. How do I feel every single day waking up? What's the energy that I'm bringing to the table? It's not about what I do. It's about my beingness. And so I started to visualize in my head how I wanted to be. What is that chiropractor I really want to be like? And then every day I would visualize that. And what does that feel like? How am I walking into the office? How am I talking to my staff? How am I connecting with patients? I mean, I seen 50% pediatrics. That's a, that's, that was my, my patient base. And, um, and it was one of those things where how am I interacting with the kids and, and just being in this, this, this bubble of space of love and just excitement and joy and a creating a space of healing. And that's all I focused on. And uh, yeah, it was a blast for the next six years because it was something that I just truly enjoyed. But the, the, the key point of why I made that transition into business coaching, because some people ask me, like you were doing, you, you, had, you have a huge, you had a huge practice. You had a huge, you were very involved with the community. I have a long list of awards and all these other things. And I was like, you know, my reach was small. 
because in a, I was in a town of like 16,000 people. I saw a less than less than one, a 10th of a 10th of 1% of that population. And I'm like, what, where's this reach? And like, I, I don't want to play small. I want to play big in life. I'm going to go all out. And if, if I fail or I don't make it, that's fine. But at least I know that I did that and I tried. And so yeah. that's where business coaching came in because I was like, I can coach chiropractors. I can coach entrepreneurs. I went into entrepreneurs, coaching entrepreneurs, but, um, and then I started, and now I've been, I've been coaching um, chiropractors also. And it's one of those things where it's like, I feel like my reach is just a little bigger now. When I'm working with an entrepreneur or I'm working with, with a chiropractor, it's one of those things where uh, I feel like I have, a, now my reach is getting a lot more expanded. And that's, that's kind of where that, that big transition came. And, and there's lifestyle perks to it too and all these other things, but that's kind of the main one. So you have literally lived... One of the quotes that I saw on was that there are no rules to life except the ones that you create. You absolutely live that now. Yeah. You I mean, I'm it. testing it. No, no, no. I'm sorry. No, no, you're good. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I'm, t- I'm, I'm literally <laughs> tested that out because it was one of those things where, you know, again, you look at life and just like the observer effect in, in quantum physics, it's what the science, the researchers were looking at when they went to go look, the, the light particle, the light wave the wave part wave turned into a particle. And every time they were looking and observing, it kept doing that. And so I'm like, well, I manifest and manif- I man, I, 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 um, uh, manipulate energy with my mind. And so it is like, okay, there's no rules to life because it's only what I create because really at the end of the day, if you think about it, it's, it's our thoughts and our emotions and what we put focus to is what we believe really at the end of the day that can either be put you in a prison or it can give you the freedom that you desire. And we all have the power to choose the one that gives you that freedom. And I didn't realize in business, I had so many limitations I was putting on myself. And it was like, I, I, but that wasn't me. That's not how I wanted to run a practice. And so, and then it came to a point where I challenged that. I did that in my relationships. I've done that with my health. And it's one of those things where I have learned that like, especially like the law of attraction, a lot of people talk about this. And I always tell people that law of attraction works. It always works, but I, I, what I've learned is that once I became authentic with me and what mattered most truly to me, we could talk about you being your soul's purpose or what really fires you up or what has a deep meaning to you. When you apply that to it all, that's when the law of attraction really works. At least that's what I've experienced in my life. Cause I've done the whole thought I've done the whole emotion. I even done visualization with it and yeah, I'll be hit, hit. I would get some results not, but when I started to be like, no, what really matters most to me, what do I want to create and forget the noise for, and I say, forget the noise. That means listening to anybody else. Like this is what matters to you. Find people that maybe align with you on that. And, and sometimes you're, you're on an Island. And if you're on an Island, that's fine. You're doing something absolutely amazing then. But it's staying to that truth and knowing that you deserve it. You're worth it. Uh, 100%. I just kind of get goosebumps. I love listening to you because it's, it's so right on. It's so spot on. It's so, hey, guys, listen, did you hear that? You have the power to choose what makes you free. You have the power to create the reality that you want. You can visualize it. You can create it. You can live it because you've decided to. So this is all about the mindset, yeah? It's all about... All things come... Yeah. You're good. All, all things come no, back sorry. to mindset. I was going to say, all things come to them. All things start in the mind. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. See, guys, we're in tune. We got this. We so got this. Tell me, <laughs> tell me about the be, do, have and how we're doing it backwards. Let's talk about this for a minute. Think about it this way, like, and I, I, uh, I heard about B two have when I was in chiropractic school. Like, you talk about the, the you know, the, I, when I was in chiropractic school, it was one of the best in in, in the world at the time, and it was great because the leader, the president, would bring some really prolific speakers, and we were mandated three times a, a trimester to listen to speakers. And I was so happy that they did that. And and one of the things I remember hearing is one of our, uh, I don't know if it was a, our principals at the school, but uh, I'm going blank right now, but. It was, it was something that I, I, I didn't realize I was doing backwards because so many people, and I've heard this all my life, I will wait. I cannot wait to have a million dollars. If I want a million dollars, oh my God, I would do these things and then I would be happy, right? Or I can't wait to have this business because, and I used to say this because I had a small office at like, my first office was 
like only 758 square feet. It was real small. And I kept telling myself, yeah, this is great. I can do things here, but man, I cannot wait to have that big, you know, 2000 plus square office. Then I can do these things and that it's all backwards thinking because what you're doing is you're putting yourself in a trap that you're, 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 you're going against the grain. You're going against how the universe, how things actually work. The laws work. You know, if the law vibrate, the law of vibration and the law of attraction, if they're really true, you have to be first before you have, before you can get to the doing and the having. And so a lot of times people always think of, I have to have this or that. Entrepreneurs are great for this. Like I, sometimes I work with chiropractors and they'll be like, well, I just have to, if I get this next thing, then all of a sudden I can do this and then I can, I can be that chiropractor that I want to be. And I'm always like, stop the trap. That's a trap because you'll never get there because you're working backwards. There's a slim chance you can, um, but it's just it's just going to take a lot of effort and work, and you're going to go through a lot of sacrifice to get to that point. Now, the be do have model is you had, like I was sharing earlier when I was saying like I was seeing myself as what chiropractor do I want to be? What does that look like? What does that feel like? And visualizing in my office, I'm doing the being side of it. It's just like I do this in my relationships. Where what kind of husband do I want to show up to be? Right? It's not about how my wife responds or what she says. Or what, I, I don't care about that. It's about me. Who am I want to showing up? What's the feeling? What's the emotions I want to have? Because then what happens is the more I center there, I get my vibration to harmonize there. And when I can get there, then when I start doing things, I say something or in business, I tell a lot of my, my entrepreneurs, this: like when you get to the being side, and you really hone in the doing is effortless. It really is effortless because you're in alignment. You, you, you've aligned, you got to that vibration. Everything is your vision, your, your focus, your, your, your thoughts, emotions, all that is in tune to be in a higher vibe. And all you have to do is just do something. When you do it, it's like, holy cow, this blew up. How the heck did this happen? And I've had that happen so many times and I, and, and I'm still conditioned. I'll train my, I'll be like, man, how did this happen? What the heck? And I'm like, oh no, that's resistance. Don't say that. So, but it's, it's that being element first of who that is. And, and to share with the listeners, it's an easy thing you can do. You can just visualize and just see what that is. Feelings, what you're seeing yourself is, what's the emotions you want to experience in that process um, and doing that. Like my, one of my coaches used to tell me all the time, he goes, if you want to be this type of chiropractor, who, what does that look? Who does, who do you have to be? How do you have to show up? Right. Who's that being like, how do they think? How do they move? How do they do this? Like all these different processes and you create that in your mind. And all of a sudden you're like, okay, I feel that. Right. Cause you can't just think it. I used to do that. I'm a drive type A driver personality. So for me, it's always like, Oh, just think it great. Done. Got it. But then it's like, hold up, slow down, take a step back. You have to feel it to make sure it's right. Mm-hmm. You have to feel it to know that this is I'm in alignment now. And there's all, you know, your emotions are always here to guide you. They're never not to, but once you get into the being, the doing is very simple and the have just comes like it's, it's that effortless. I tell people sometimes I call this effortless success. And some people look at me like, what do you mean effortless success? You got to put work in. I said, oh no, you have to put work. Law of inspired action states. You have to do action of some way, shape or form. Goliath, Mm -hmm. uh, David could have prayed. He could have prayed all day to take out Goliath, but eventually he had to pick up that stone and throw it. But notice how simple, big old giant, he takes a little stone and just throws it and knocks him out. That is effortless action, right? It's just you, there was a beingness that he was focusing on and he did that. I try to use that as an example, but, um, <laughs> but that, that's one of those things where you, when you look at it, that's, that's the, the trap that majority of people are living. I lived that yeah. for 26, 20. I mean, I, I thought it was only 26 years and I saw the trap in business at 30 ish. Um, and now I'm at a point where I'm just, I could pick up on it faster. I'm like, I don't need to have this first. I just need to be first and then just stay in this place and the other side will come. Yeah, there's this, I love it. There's this concept about how the brain, the subconscious doesn't always know truth from reality, right? So if you are visualizing something and you are bringing every sense possible, what does it smell like to be there? If you are wanting to be in a space where you're like by the ocean and you're what kind of job you have whatnot does it smell salty because of the sea air what clothing do you feel like you're wearing what do you see what colors are there what kind of food are you eating how many senses can you what emotions are you having while you listen to the ocean that's coming and waving past it's the more senses Every bit of sense that you can bring in to that visualization of being and literally feeling yourself on every level from your taste buds to your fingertips to your emotions that are within 
to the thoughts that go through your mind when you are in that space, like every bit of it, if you can bring every bit of it and just make yourself feel that literally, figuratively, literally, it's, it can change everything just because you said, I'm going to be that for a minute. And once you are that, you love how that feels and it feels more like you really are there, which makes it easier to do in order to have like it just naturally flows and you're going downstream instead of fighting you're not pushing that boulder uphill anymore you really just kind of getting oh yeah baby I'm in it so I love it and <laughs> thank you for illustrating that and thank you for talking about it because I we I we forget to do that we forget to stop and say oh wait a minute and I don't know that any of us we haven't really been taught that. We had nobody said, "Hey, do it this way instead. Visualize where you want to be. Feel where you want to be so that you can actually know if you've actually seen it in your brain, if you've actually felt it with your emotions, it already exists. You've created no, it, that it, reality. It's so true. I mean, and it, and it's one I love how you 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 got to all the senses, right? Cuz you you want to do that and you know, I tell people all the time, you you can you can try to see your reality from your physical eyes and from your five senses and just say, this is my life. But I'm like, you can also go in your mind's eye or what we call imagination, and you can create that whole life there. And the brain doesn't know mm -hmm. the difference between either. And yeah. that is the power of what we know now with what visualization can do. A lot of studies have been coming out and it's it's been fascinating just to see like, the different things of just how powerful that is to tap in yeah. and get into all those senses. The more neuro, neuro, neuro aspects you can fire, uh, the more that you're going to create that, 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 that attraction. And like you brought up too, the feeling where the feelings are great because then all of a sudden when you're the, the beautiful of doing visualization is that you're training your body to feel what that is. Mm -hmm. And so then when you know you're making an action or making a choice, you are aligning yourself with that because you'll get that feeling of some sort. Yeah. And when you have that, now you know you're in alignment. That's why I try to teach my clients all the time because it's one of those things I'm like, get out of your head. I don't want you in your head. I don't want you. We're way too logical. We're way too yeah. left brain. I mean, we're in an information era, right? Oh, I'll just Google this, right? Or I'll just do And it's like, no, that's not how this works. You know, and it's, yeah. it's one of those things where I'm like, you have to, you have to get out. And so everything I'm always teaching is outside of left brain, trying to go in right brain. Um, and sometimes it's, 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 it's amazing when they're like, Oh, I get this. I'm like, no, no, no. You just saying you get this. That's a, that, you, that means you got it in your mind. They're like, what do you mean? I said, you'll understand. I can't, there's some things I just can't explain, but there's a feeling to it. You'll know. And, and then when they finally get there, sometimes it's a month, three months, five months, some, whatever it may be, <laughs> then they're just like, Oh my goodness. I know what you're talking about now. I'm like, you see how you can't explain it with words. So like, Oh, I can understand what you're saying. I'm like, yeah, imagine my side trying to explain that to you. I, I can't, I can, I can only guide you to a certain way. And, and then you, you'll, you'll just know. It's like, it's like, how do you know you're in love? I used to remember asking that, like, yeah, how do you guys, how do you know you're in love with someone? Oh, you'll just know that means nothing to me. I need to know some factors here until it hits you. And then you're like, Oh, that's what they meant. Okay. I got it now. Yeah. Yeah. And it's absolutely different for every person, right? So you can tell them you should feel this, but in reality, they're different from you. They're going to feel it in a different spot. They're going to feel it in a different part of their body or in their brain or wherever they feel it, but it's going to feel love is different for every human being and being in that space of where they want to be. You can't explain that to them. And yet they're going to know they're going to be, ah, oh. I feel that it's so hard to put some of those concepts into words and we, we end up wordless. Just, you'll just know, you'll just know, which drives us crazy. It's like a parent saying, cause I'm the parent. That's why. <laughs> no, I mean this. It's a good thing. <laughs> yeah. I'm 100% so, with you. Yeah. Uh, can we talk about the matrix for a minute? Yeah. Um, what would you like to know? Well, what is it? What is? Yeah. <laughs> That's usually the first it? one. Yeah. <laughs> so matrix is real simple. I, I, it's something that 
It's just a human collective conscious. That's really what the matrix comes down to. And for those who don't know, that's just all the thoughts, the emotions, and the focus of every single human in the entire planet uh, of what they're putting their energy towards. When you average that, that, that gets averaged out, and that becomes the matrix. Now, I remember my spiritual journey, I used to hear people talk about the matrix all the time. Oh, we got to escape the matrix and this and that. And I was always like, all right, what the heck is this thing? Because I love the movie, The Matrix. And... Um, <laughs> And it was one of those things where as I got older and it evolved more and had more experiences, I started to go, well, you know, the matrix is not bad. It's just what it is. You know, it's mm-hmm. always going to exist. It doesn't go away. And so, and, and it's not just humans that have it. Animals have it. It's all, and it's on other planets. Earth has one. Well, it's all, it's just the average of, 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 uh, of different, all the vibrations and energies. But what the matrix does that makes it unique is that if we don't set the intention of our day and try to continue to focus on our vibe and where we want to be, when you don't do that, like ben, uh, Benjamin Franklin said that when you fail to plan, you plan to fail. And so what ends up happening is now all of a sudden the energy of the matrix is going to bring circumstances and situations to you because you're going to, it's always there and always existing. And there's something called now I've heard it both ways, the lobster effect or the crab effect, whichever one is titled that. But for some reason, I like the lobster. It just makes more sense to me because I'm used to seeing, I see in lobsters in a tank. If you have three lobsters in a tank and one says, I'm tired of this life, I'm hopping out and going to see what's out there. When it starts to go up the wall, for some weird reason, I keep telling people, anyone knows the answer to this, please let me know because I don't know why they do this. When they start crawling up a wall, for some reason, the two other lobsters are going to go and grab that lobster and pull it back down. And for some reason, that happens continuously over and over again. This is what the matrix will do to you every single time. And this is what, and if we're not aware of this, and not only does the matrix have its own vibration, it also has its own conditioning. So it conditions us in certain ways. And so when you have that, the whole, that whole aspect, if you're not breaking out of this subconscious and being aware of how you are conditioned and how you're being influenced by the matrix, then all of a sudden you get stepped, you, I call it modern slavery, but it's just a mental prison. Because now you're wondering, why can't I achieve this? Why can't I do this? Why has this happened to me? Or whatever those, those resistant questions are, because you don't realize that it's the matrix influencing you. Now, it may not be the main matrix, because there's also sub-matrixes underneath it, like North America, Africa, Australia. But then you also have the different states in the United States, and you have different towns, cities. You got different family units, friend units. All those get broken down to the most minute one, the most micro, is you. And I'm the most myself and everyone else. And so it's all this conditioning and layers that are built that build up to create that matrix. And it's always influencing its energy is always there because the law of vibration, um, the you know, law of association, these are different laws that will you will resonate to that vibrational frequency. And in my book, my third book, I talk about something called the metronomes. This is fascinating stuff. I highly recommend everyone go Google metronomes. It's M metro M E T R O N O M E S. What these things are is they, I've seen them. I've seen so many different versions of this, but it'll be like, let's say 120 things and they just rock back and forth, but they're random. So they make clicks as they rock. And what will happen is, is they're all offbeat. And then all of a sudden within about a minute and 45 seconds for a minute and 55, I mean, it's crazy how it's roughly around that time frame. They all go in sync and they stay that way. And it's nothing influencing it. There's nothing like it's so it's kind of like freaky in a sense, because there's nothing controlling those mechanisms. They're just running on their own. And all of a sudden they will sink. And it's the same thing like a tuning fork. If you have a tuning fork in one corner of a room and you have one on the other side, when you strike that tuning fork, there is going to come a time and place where that vibration, the other tuning fork is going to resonate at the same vibration as that one is. And that's kind of how the matrix works in every essence. And it's our job and our role to, if you want to experience that freedom and the things that you want to truly enjoy and be fulfilled in life, we have to rise above the matrix and be focused on that every single day. Okay, so excited. So many like little lines going, connecting with each other right now because we were talking earlier and you mentioned how in chiropractic you felt like you needed to 
No, it wasn't that you needed to. You felt like you could resonate at a higher frequency. We were moving everything up a little bit. And if the matrix that is around you is at a certain frequency and we decide to vibrate up, we decide to come to a little bit higher frequency. You also mentioned that we are affecting everybody else around us. So if one person in that matrix says, I'm going to be a little more hopeful, I'm going to be a little more excited. I'm going to be a little more focused on fantastic life that I really want. Then it's actually going to of like affect everyone else around. It's it's more than just the ripples on the pond and yet then other people are again attracted to this new vibration and you can all together lift the vibration, the frequency of the matrix that you're in at that time. Amen to that. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's pretty much it. And this is the, and this is like in my book, I talk about how I talk about what's your potential and how to unleash it. And, and for your listeners, very simple and easy, whatever you can imagine in your mind is your potential. You can't imagine something. You cannot see it in your mind. Uh, you can't visualize something and then not be able to attain that. It just, that's just not how things work. And so, but the importance of what you're bringing up is that like, if we can have more people lead more fulfilled lives, we do create the ripple effect. And this is how we shift the matrix. This is how we, because it sounds weird, but we, the people have the power. You've heard this many different times <laughs> when it comes to government versus all these other things, right? But when it comes to the matrix, we do. We are the essence and the power of B. It, it, what happens is, is there's players in the matrix because the more eyes and the more people you can get focusing on something and have an emotional response, the more control you have. This is how you get to know how politicians works, government works, and, and, and everything, you name it. Um, and I'm not bashing them. This is not to be getting negative or con conspiracy. No. It's just it's just the, the more eyes you can have on people looking at something and focusing there, the more that those people influencing, they influence the matrix. They have more power because they have more of an influence. This is why people, you know, celebrities do something and it just creates a whole mass ripple effect of how people follow. Or like TikTok, there's all these TikTok trends that happen. Why? Well, look at the mass views that will be there, 40, 50, 60 million. That, that's, that's conditioning. There's a vibration to that. People are like, oh, cool. We're going to follow that. But what people don't realize is even when it comes to like presidents and leaders, I always, I, I've said this in my first book, I continually say this for the last four or five years is that it doesn't matter who the leader is because the leader only exists because of the vibration of the people. So if you want to change what you see in government, if you want to change what you see in a corporate, you want to see, like I even say in my book, my third book, I talk about like all these issues and issues we have in the world today where you have massive plastics in the ocean and we see species being more extinct and forests are shrinking like crazy. We have more diseases going on in the world. I said it's because the total vibration of the matrix is under supporting life. And as long as we stay under that level of supporting life, and this comes from the work of Dr. David Hawkins, uh, Power Versus Force. He talks a lot about this. And um, <clears throat> under, I think it's 200 or 204, I think it's 200, but anything vibration, vib uh, anything at a conscious level of under 200 does not support life. And I say the matrix of humanity right now is still under 200. And the only reason why I know that is because if you look around, look at how many more diseases are coming out. Look, we went through a pandemic. Look at all the species and all that. And I said, if we want to change that, Action, we, we focus on what we're just going to do. You can yeah. do, but you're fighting something that's beyond, it's way more powerful than you. I learned this is when I went into chiropractic school, because when I went there, I was so mad at Big Pharma. When I started to see the game, when I started to understand that matrix and how that control mechanism comes when it people's health. And I wanted to fight it like crazy. And then I realized that I'll never win. I just won't. But then I said, you know what I can do is, I can be a role model for that and I'll live a different life than what the standard norm is. And then hopefully people see that and they start asking questions. And if they start asking questions, then I can teach. And if I can teach, then they can learn. And if they learn, then all of a sudden I can raise their vibe and then we can create a ripple effect that way. So that's kind of how, when it comes back to the power of us, no matter what that is, if we can change our vibe and raise it up, we raise the matrix and all of a sudden you'll see more conscious, evolved corporations and businesses starting to evolve. We'll start to see more solutions that will come out of nowhere. And, and it's not like we're, it's not hidden. It can be, but it, at the same token, they'll just come out. Like it'll be like a new discovery. Oh my God, we have this new discovery. I always laugh when I hear new discoveries that are good. I'm just like, all right, we're moving in the right direction. 
because there will always it'll, that that vibration. It may not be me, it may not be you, but it, it may be someone who's like very passionate about solving some problem, and they just they they couldn't do it. Then all of a sudden, the vibration rises. It gives them that opportunity to create that, and now all of a sudden, that becomes a ripple effect. So always stems back down to us on an individual level. Did you guys get that? Did you hear that? <laughs> like, are you digesting how this comes down to one? person. And that one person is you. You can't change anybody else. You can't make anybody else do what you want them to do or be better. You can change yourself and in so doing attract other people to your new vibration, your new level of life and joy and happiness. And I just love it. I'm like, yeah, let's do that. Um, I'm already vibing up. We got this. We totally got this. Um, <laughs> I love it. Earlier, you talked about um, light and dark. Can darkness be an ally? Absolutely. It is our ally. Life is contrast. That's why mm -hmm. as a soul, we come here to this earth university to you know, experience contrast. Because in the soul world, it's that one-sided coin. It's, it's always just, the, it's the light. It's, it's pure light. There's no darkness. There's no low vibrations. There's no low energies, no low emotions. Um, if they do get low emotions, they don't, they don't stay around long because we're in this higher vibration, which is a different dimension, different planes and all that. Yeah. But when we, when we look at darkness in, in, in my own journey, I always try to figure out things ahead of time before, so I didn't have to face the darkness. And it, it's kind of, it's all, in my life, it all steams up to that first five years of my business. Once I hit that five-year mark, I literally said, I'm going to let, let life teach me. I'm going to yeah. stop learning and trying to, I mean, I'm not that I don't, I still listen to podcasts, I still listen to videos, I still read books, but it's so much less than what I used to. Because what I do now is I call this leveraging the universe or leveraging life. Because if you really understand, we've been taught it again, conditioning. I'm real big on this right now. And that is, we've all heard the statement, go chase your dreams, go after it, right? It's one of the worst advice to give because if you understand this one principle about the law of vibration, is that when, or this other principle that says, you've heard this before, what you seek is also seeking you. Les Brown talks about this when he, uh, he's, it's called the death uh, hospital bed or death, deathbed speech or hospital bed speech. But what he'll talk about is like, when you seek for something that you want to create for yourself, this idea, may it be a book, may it be a, a business, whatever it may be, you're giving, you're the person who's giving life to that. And that wants to live that, that idea, that book that it wants to have an existence. Now I'm not, yeah. not saying it's a living entity. It sounds like some people look at me and go, that, that's not, there's no soul there. I'm like, but just go with me on this. I'm like, because this Les Brown says this so beautifully, but it, there's an entity there and it wants to live. So if you're giving life to that, it's going to come, come to you. It'll come to you and say, okay, let's do this. Let's make this happen. And the universe is, is going to help you with that because it's going to create situations and people and circumstances and all that to get you to that vibration, to experience that. And so a lot of times what we, um, I'm losing my train of thought here, but I know I'll get this figured out. <laughs> no, you're good. Um, you're a, good. But a lot of times it's one of those things where we are, um, we, you know, if we let the darkness, if when I started to do this, the darkness, all of a sudden, I got more wisdom in one year when I, than I did in the last five. It was just amazing because then all of a sudden I'm looking and going, well, I keep seeing this pattern show up. This is like the second or third time I've seen this. You know mm -hmm. what? I think I need to focus on this. Thank you, universe. I'm going to work on this. Now, well, what book do I need to read? What podcast do I have to follow? Is there a program? Yeah. Is there a coach maybe I have to hire? What are the things I need to do to help me get better at this or be more aware of yeah. this? And how can I evolve? And when I started to do that, this is what I mean by like effortless action or effortless success. You don't have to figure it out. Let the universe guide you. Let life guide you because it's so much love that it gives to you. It's so much that it wants to support you and, and give you all that you can. Even when you yeah. think you may think it doesn't want to support you, it'll still it'll show you that you're right because that's how much it loves you. It wants to support in every aspect of what your desires are. And it really took a different perspective on my life. And I, and I really started to go, wow, I'm going to take a step back here. Now, when I work with clients and tell them this stuff, they're like, that's genius. I see how less stressed you are just thinking about it. Do you realize you don't have to figure it out? It's going to come to you. I mean, even with like my books, I have a goal of writing 30 books in my life. Now, if you ask me, what are the, the stages of the, I have no idea. I didn't, my, my decoding the matrix came to me. Um, it was probably like a month or two. What was it back in the, the fall? It was right before I was moving. I was moving to Knoxville, Tennessee. And I was like, all of a sudden I'm like the matrix conditioning. 
man, we just went through a ton of stuff with COVID. There was a lot of misinformation going on there. And if you spoke outside the matrix of what was being told by the main narrative, you were humiliated, you were you discredited, you know, all this stuff. And it's not saying that there's, you know, they weren't sharing truth or anything like that. It was just, you couldn't share another story. It was the main narrative and that was it. And if you went outside that realm, you were going to get bashed like crazy. And um, I was like, you know what? This is a prime example of the right decoding the matrix. I have a conditioning and it just came to me. And also I'm like, great, let me get settled in and I'll start writing my book. And in March I started writing, or yeah, it was uh, end of February, I started writing the book. And um, I didn't have to think about it and have to try to figure it out. It just came to me. And then I'm mm-hmm. like, all right, great. What's the first chapter? Uh, what, what is the matrix? All right, let's go with it. And I just went and I wrote this book yeah. so quickly, but it was again, effortless because I didn't try to force it. I wasn't like saying, oh, I need to get to this book. I've been behind. I haven't wrote a book in two years. Um, it just came to me and I wrote the book and it was just like, all right, cool. And so that's the kind of things in our life that we can let that lead us And the darkness is always there to support us. It's going to help us what we need to heal on, what we need to work on, what it has to help us become more aware of who we already are. Yeah. I love it. I am in your statements about chasing the dream. We've always been told to chase the dreams, but I just wanted to go back to that and just sit on it for a second because you're told to chase it. So if you're chasing it, how often do you catch what you're running after? When you're running after something, the visual is that it's always ahead of you and just out of reach and you're never actually going to catch it. So if you are chasing after something with the belief that I'm not going to catch it, I just have to keep chasing it. It doesn't get you anywhere other than frustration and depression and the old familiar, I'm not good enough because I wasn't fast enough or I wasn't whatever. If you switch that around and you say, no, 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 I'm going to allow this to happen and I'm going to have a mindset of being, this is going to happen and I know it's going to happen and I know that that's possible and I'm just going to see how it goes and I'm going to raise my vibration to that spot and say, I'm ready when you are, then the first chapter of a book just pops into your head and says, hey, this is where you're going now. You don't have to chase it the wrong word. Think about the words that you are using in that. Are you embracing it? I am embracing my dream. I am moving forward in this amazing thing that's here because you've chosen to switch that narrative. You've chosen to shine a little light in that darkness and say, you know what? I don't like the idea of chasing. I don't really, I don't, I don't like to run personally. I'm not a runner. (laughs) So I'm not going to (laughs) chase. I'm going to change that. Yeah. I'm going to change that and say, no, I'm going to sit back and enjoy a little bit of nature and see what happens. I'm going to believe that I am already and see what comes. And that literally shows you the two sides, the lightness and the darkness. It shows you how you can banish what you really don't want and embrace what you see and the possibilities in the amazing stuff that's there. I love this conversation. You are so fabulous. Thank you for being here today. <laughs> oh, I appreciate that. No, I'm, I'm happy to be here. You know, another thing I want to mention too, is that like another aspect about us is we're spiritual alchemists. And I talk about this in, in, about darkness and light, because even whatever you face, whatever darkness that is, it could be traumas. It can be a situation, a divorce, a less loss of a loved one. You even have the power to transmute that energy into something of light. You can choose what that's going to mean for you because it's how powerful we are. We get to choose our life on every aspect, you know? And so like, that's something I I learned. I I had, it took me a long while to learn this, but when I did, I was like, you know what? This happened to me. Okay. No, I like life has no meaning except the meaning you put on it. Once Uh you grasp that, that life has no meaning at all except whatever meaning you put on it. And I mean that from the deepest level. Cause when I first used to hear that, I was like, cool, life is meaningless. I got that. No problem. It's just what I put onto it. But it took right. me like four years later all of a sudden go crap. Yeah. I, I, I thought I knew that. No, I don't, I don't know. Now I know what they're saying. Holy cow. This is like mind blowing. Like yeah. I, life is life is just life until I say, this is good. And this is bad, or this is great. And this is not, or this is whatever it is. And I get to choose that. And I can, so then I started to learn that like, okay, no matter what happens to me, no matter what, I can always 
see, I can turn that into a win. I can turn that into experience. I can turn that to serve me because in the end of the day, yeah. everything's always serving you. Mm-hmm. 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 Yes. And yes. <laughs> and yes. <laughs> oh, um, I totally, my brain just went blank because we're talking about so many good things that I'm trying to process them all at the same time and still keep this conversation going. And my brain is like, my mind is blown like yours has been. Um, is there anything else that you really want to share with our listeners? I kind of shared it already, but it's something that's been a big message for me that, you know, uh, I, I've learned and I'm testing it. I've been testing this out for the last couple of years and it's been that, you know, no matter what, the universe is always there to support you and guide you. There is more support than you can ever imagine. Um, and the key thing is, is just take a step back and just slow down. We're too rushing in life that, you know, even doing nothing is still doing something. And that is something I still haven't mastered. My wife will tell me, she's like, you need to learn to slow down even more. I'm like, yeah, I'm working on it. I'm getting there. Like, I've been, I'm, I was, I was, I come from workaholics. So it's, it's a, this is a conditioning I have to work through. Um, Cause I always had to be doing something. I like to do things or just, you know, whatever it may be. And, um, but it's, it, it, to be able to just take a break and just reconnect and, and just slow down. Sometimes we, we need to do more of that and then yeah. get, take that opportunity though, to see how life is really being a blessing for you to see the, the, the beauty in life and what, you know, even the hard times or the hard moments, see that, you know, look and see how that's really serving you. Because when you really take that mindset and shift your perspective to say, well, okay, maybe this is serving me. Let me take a look. What you seek is what you're going to find. And so when you seek for what is serving you, you will find it just as much as you can seek what doesn't serve you, you'll find it there also. So why not choose the one that you can seek that's going to serve you and look for that? Because when you start to do that, you'll start to have a greater appreciation for life, a greater appreciation for the things that show up in your life. And when you have that, you have more gratitude. Gratitude is the, e the, the thing to, a, it's the doorway to accepting or having more, receiving more. Uh, but you can't just, again, I got caught in this trap thinking I could just do this and it would be that way. It's an energy place you have to come from. And when you continually start to do that, you change your neurology around and it totally will transform your life. So look at life as, as a way of, it's a beautiful journey rather than seeing it for how some have, have been seeing it in one way or another. Beautiful. I usually ask people for a journaling prompt for my listeners at the very end. And this is going to be your journal prompt, guys. Take that moment to stop and see how life is actually serving you. See how there's that gift. See how it's supporting you and giving you exactly what you need in this moment. Write it down. It doesn't have to be a big, long story. It can just be bullet points. It can be single words. But take a moment to reflect on that and give it. I have another question for you. What is your favorite kind of self-care? Ooh, this is a good one because I do a lot. <laughs> um, we're talking about cryotherapy. That's one. Uh, my, my favorite one though, is I, I meditate every day in an infrared sauna. And, uh, that for me is, you know, I don't know, something about heat is very ther therapeutic for me. It's something that I, I, I just, it, it grounds me. I don't know why I, one day I'll maybe figure that out, but some tells me I don't need to focus on, I don't need to figure that out right now. Um, but meditation is the biggest thing for me. I've been practicing for about 16 years now and it's, it's, it's something that it, it allows me just to reconnect with me. That's the whole purpose. Yeah. When I meditate, it's not about anything else except just connecting with that essence that's going to be that's beyond being Vic Manzo. And, and just just being there is so grounding and so always a reminder for me too, to know that this is just a, this is a short term experience and let's make the best of it. But also remembering how the greatness of who I am and so forth. It, it's kind of like uh, awakening from the, the dream in a sense when I do that. And that's, that's one of my big ones, but I do a lot of things. I do exercising a lot. I eat, I eat very healthy. There's a lot of those self cares, but if I had to do, had to pick one that has like the biggest for me, uh, meditation has been for, uh, is, is the big one. You're a man of extremes. You like the cryotherapy and be frozen. And then you like the infrared sauna and being super hot. And then you like meditation in the middle. That's just, <sighs> Let's tune out of the rest of the world and tune into your own soul. I love it. That's absolutely beautiful. 
Hey, how do people find you? So you can find me at my website. It's my hub. So empoweryourreality.com. Um, I have free resources on there. If, if you're a business owner and you want to hop on a call and do a, if you resonate with the message I'm sharing and you're like, Hey, I'd love to get on a call. I have a free coaching call, 30 minutes on there. Um, if you want to catch me on my socials and all that, if you go to the bottom left of the bottom left of the website, um, I'm on Facebook, LinkedIn, TikTok, and Instagram. That's where I play. Um, I'm sharing daily stuff, almost daily on there, just little tips and little snippets of things to help you elevate in your life one way or another. Ugh. Fabulous. You guys heard it here. Go check him out. Vic, you are fantastic. And I love your energy. I love how you're just encouraging everybody to vibe up and embrace life as they see it becoming. Let's be something bigger, something more. Let's raise that vibration of the matrix and life will be so much better when we start doing that. So thank you for being here. Thank you for sharing your time and your energy with us today. I was was delighted to be here. Thanks for having me. (laughs) Thank you. Okay, guys, you heard it. Go check him out and uh, we'll see you here next week again on Breathe In, Breathe Out. I hope this moment of self-care and healing brought you some hope and peace. I'm Crystal Joukowsky on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, and I hope you check us out and follow along for more content coming soon. I look forward to being with you again here on Breathe In, Breathe Out. Until next time, take care.